Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And let's go to Ken Berger in the traffic center. Two right lanes are blocked on southbound 395, about halfway between Seminary Road and Little River Turnpike. This is because of the accident traffic getting by without difficulty in the far left lane. However, as you come south of Seminary Road, be sure to move over to the far left. In the city, we have police activity south Capitol Street between Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue and Atlantic Street. Just got word that that has cleared. Now all lanes are open with no lingering delays. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. I'm tracking a warm-up for the next four days, so that does include the weekend. This evening, we're mainly clear and chilly. Our temperatures will drop fast down into the 20s to lower 30s again by morning. High temperature on Thursday, anywhere from 53 to 58 degrees. Mostly sunny in the morning, some high clouds for the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. At the wharf in D.C., 39. Oxen Hill in the National Harbor area, 35. Sterling 31, and a few suburbs will be as cold as 24 degrees. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, views on the D.C. crime bill from Ward 7. In Southeast, I'm Dick Yuliano. A contractor working for the FBI arrested and accused of stealing an FBI agent's car from the bureau in D.C. and driving to another FBI facility in Vienna. Why Virginia school boards may be required to warn families about guns. I'm Nick Ainelli. What's ahead for Maryland? The governor lays out plans and strategies in his State of the State address. I'm Kate Ryan. What Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb have to do with the Pythagorean theorem? I'm Scott Gelman. The Cleveland Cavaliers to much for the whiz tonight. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. The Supreme Court on Thursday will hear arguments for and against former President Donald Trump being allowed on the presidential ballot in Colorado. The case stems from Colorado's decision to exclude Trump from the primary ballot, citing an anti-insurrection provision of the 14th Amendment. The state's key argument... While Section 3 bars individuals from serving as senators, representatives, or a lot of state offices, does not apply to the presidency. Legal expert Derek Muller... And they also argue that this provision of the Constitution bars someone from holding office. It doesn't bar someone from running for office. As to how this could play out... There's a sense from many that the court might want to leave this to the political process. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. We've learned that long-shot Democratic presidential candidate Marianne Williamson has suspended her campaign. A search has not yet found the Marines who were in a military helicopter that went down an hour outside of San Diego. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is on the steep rock Scene. A desperate search for five missing U.S. Marines after the helicopter they were on vanished during a powerful storm. Search and rescue teams located the helicopter in a remote mountain area inside the Cleveland National Forest. The condition it was found in is unclear. The search is ongoing for uh, for the helicopter and the crew. Uh, obviously, our uh, our hopes are of the best here. 
Israel's leaders have turned down a proposal from Hamas that called for Israeli troops to withdraw from Gaza. CBS's Deborah Pata is in Jerusalem with details. Benjamin Netanyahu has rejected a proposal by Hamas that includes demands for a 135-day ceasefire and the withdrawal of troops from Gaza in exchange for all the hostages. Peace and security require total victory over Hamas. And Netanyahu warned that while victory was close, it could still take months. CBS's Matt Piper has some sobering numbers from a report by the European Climate Change Service. The report says the average temperature was 55 and a half degrees in January, making it the warmest January on record globally. It says it's the eighth month in a row that is the warmest on record for the respective month of the year. And the global average temperature for the past 12 months was also the highest on record at 33 degrees above the 1991 to 2020 average. Twelve years ago, two conservative writers compared prominent climate scientist Michael Mann to a convicted child molester for his depiction of global warming. Now a jury's about to decide whether the comments were defamatory. Mann has said the writer's comments cost him funding and research opportunities. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Thursday morning, February 8th, 2024. Welcome in. Mainly clear, very cold. Veronica says by daybreak on your Thursday, the temp should be 24 to 32. We're at 34 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. Hi, Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour ride Thursday morning. We begin the ride this morning with a follow-up on plans to fight crime in the district with the people who have the most to win or lose, those east of the Anacostia River where crime has been rampant. This morning, WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports from Ward 7. A day after the D.C. Council said yes to tougher enforcement against carjackings, retail theft and domestic violence, people walking here along Marion Barry Avenue agree residents need more safety and security from crime. Everybody gotta have like some type of like safety net around them. Yeah, that's what we need uh, to make people like feel a little safer. But people also say to fight crime with mental health services, more access to recreation centers and jobs. It would be good if they start back with the summer jobs for the kids, give them something to do, you know, instead of being out here on the streets. In Southeast, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 1204 Thursday. A federal contractor working for the FBI has been arrested this week after allegedly stealing an FBI vehicle from bureau headquarters in the district this week. John Worrell of Virginia worked for an outside government contracting agency at the time and was assigned to FBI headquarters that day. Prosecutors say he stole a dark green four-door Ford sedan from an FBI garage and drove it to another FBI facility in Vienna, Virginia. There, the investigators say Worrell flashed the credentials of the federal agent to whom the car was actually assigned and tried then to enter the facility. That didn't work. Worrell later, we're told, told investigators that he thought he was receiving coded messages and hearing whispers that led him to believe he was in danger. He says he was trying to get into a place where he could feel safe. WTOP at 12.05, controversy in Virginia involving guns this morning. WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us Thursday a measure to let schools tell parents about the dangers of having a gun in the home is now passed 
in both the House and Senate in Richmond. Unsecured firearms are a problem that is pervasive in American households. That's the argument from Virginia Democratic State Senator Stella Pekarski, who supports the legislation that would require school boards to send emails and text messages to families every school year, telling them about their legal responsibilities to safely store guns in their house. The notifications would also include statistics related to firearm-related accidents. Virginia gun rights advocate Philip Van Cleve doesn't support it. If it's just telling parents about the law, we're okay with that. But this bill goes beyond that. It gets into advocacy. He went so far as to say the legislation demonizes gun ownership. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06 Thursday morning. The West Springfield Police District tells WTOP this morning a third passenger in the crash that occurred over this past weekend, early Sunday morning at the intersection of Braddock Road and Bradfield Drive in Addingdale has died. The 2006 Lexus RX-3301, she and two others were in, crashed at the intersection of Braddock Road and Bradfield Drive in Annandale. Police say 63-year-old Hong Kang of Fairfax died from her injuries on Tuesday, and the 72-year-old Yun Hugh of Annandale died at the hospital the day of the crash. Detectives in the case from the West Springfield Police Crash Reconstruction Unit are looking this morning for information about the crash, and if you know anything, you're asked to call them as soon as possible. WTOP at 12.07. Maryland is strong. That's from the governor and his State of the State address this week before lawmakers in Annapolis. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us Thursday morning, Westmore took the time to highlight this week some successes so far and acknowledge challenges. Maryland Governor Westmore listed his goals for the state. We will make Maryland safer. We will make Maryland more affordable. We will make Maryland more competitive. And we will continue to make Maryland the state that serves. Last year, we got Maryland's economy moving. And he mentioned one big win. We've ensured that the new FBI headquarters will be located in Prince George's County. He talked about the need to debate funding for major transportation projects. Republican leadership in the State House applauded Moore's desire to work across the aisle, but said on public safety and education, as well as other issues, there's a need to hear more alternative solutions. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. In the morning and out to school. You know, math can be a real challenge for many kids these days, but a local teacher is using the Super Bowl this weekend to interest his students in how math can actually work in the real world. 60% probability. Now, in this class, it's more like 90, 95%. Mantua Elementary teacher Paul Malk is talking to his students here about how many people will likely be watching the Super Bowl. Whatever the next unit is, I'll determine some real-life events which may be football, it may be something else out of my life. Some students are asking questions like, what's the probability of a fumble? It's not the first time he's bringing sports into his classroom. There was one really cool lesson about the Pythagorean theorem where he did all this stuff with football quarterbacks. Students are realizing what they're learning can be used for more than just a word problem. When I had cancer, they gave me an 85% chance of living if I had chemo and a 65% chance if I didn't. That's the ultimate probability. At Mantua Elementary, Scott Gelman, W. WTOP News. The latest on the crisis on the border. Coming up on WTOP this midnight hour after traffic and weather. Good morning. Glad you're with us at 12.08 Thursday morning. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. Uh, we have one accident working in the district. This is southbound 395, about halfway between Seminary Road and the Little River Turnpike in Alexandria. The accident blocks the right lane and the right shoulder. Traffic getting by without difficulty in the left lane. Very late volume, so there are no major delays, but traffic slowing down a little bit past the accident scene. Once you clear that scene, the ride to and past the Springfield interchange is clear, and then no worries up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia. Not seeing any major work zone with the exception southbound 95, just south of Dale Boulevard, where the left lane is blocked, and that's about it in terms of work zones in Virginia up and down the 95 corridor. 66 outside the Beltway, not seeing anything going on in terms of accidents or work zones. That's between the Beltway and Front Royal. However, inside the Beltway, you're going to find some road work going on in Roslyn on westbound 66 over by the Lee Highway. The sound barrier operations, the left lane blocked. Also at the Roosevelt Bridge for bridge rehab operations with a lane closed in either direction, but again, no delays with a light volume of traffic. In Maryland on the Beltway, the top side over by Wisconsin Avenue, right lane is closed, and then eastbound Maryland 200, the intercounty connector after Columbia Pike, two right lanes are closed because of the road work. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Clear and cold early this morning. Temperatures starting out between 24 and 32 degrees. A very pretty sunrise coming our way in a nice afternoon. 53 to 58 degrees. Expect increasing clouds, some high clouds late day. But those temperatures in the mid-50s, it's going to feel nice Again, I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 34 degrees in our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Thursday morning, February 8th. Brought to you this morning on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 1210. Money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff. Chase Bank will open 30 more branches in the D.C. area in the next five years. WeWork's founder, Adam Newman, says he'd like to buy WeWork out of bankruptcy protection, but is getting no response. Hotels are still short of staff. Two-thirds report problems filling openings. 12% of hotels report being severely understaffed. The Dow gained 156 points in Wednesday's session. The Nasdaq rallied 148. That was 1%. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks mainly higher. Our first midnight check, the Nikkei up by 790 points. The Kospi is up by 5. The Hang Seng, though, is down by 140. The Shanghai this morning is up 33. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. It's 12-11. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. Are you thinking of getting a new vehicle in 2024? Donate your old car or truck to Melwood. Donating your vehicle will provide support for programs that make a direct impact on your community. Melwood empowers people with disabilities in the Washington, D.C. area with the training, skills, and opportunities to find meaningful and inclusive work. 
donating is free, fast, and easy. Call today to have it picked up tomorrow. Just call 1-877-MEL-WOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Good Thursday morning. It's February 8th. Welcome into WTLP. If you're just joining us, come along in this midnight hour. Glad you're with us. Mainly clear, very cold. Veronica says by daybreak on this Thursday morning, you should be looking at 24 to 32 for the actual low. We're at 34 in Washington right now. 1214. Good morning to you. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. Well, things do not seem to be working on Capitol Hill this morning right now. Senate Republicans have blocked a bipartisan border package this week, scuttling months of negotiations between the two parties on legislation intended to cut down record numbers of illegal border crossings. Many Republicans said the election year compromise was not enough, even as supporters of the bill insisted it was the best that could be achieved in a divided government. Two failed votes in the House just this week were seen as major defeats for new Speaker Mike Johnson, Republicans failing to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. An effort to send $14 billion as well to Israel was also voted down. This morning, our Dimitri Sotis talks with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell for the latest. There's a lot of internal turmoil within the Republican Party right now. On the House side, you have House Speaker Mike Johnson who lost two big votes. For the time being, those votes were held and they lost. Members of Congress, Republicans are wondering if there's a leadership vacuum. Johnson is untested, inexperienced, and some say in over his head. On the Senate side, you have an extremely experienced leader of the Senate Republican Conference and Mitch McConnell, and he also seems to be floundering right now. He devoted a member of his conference to four months negotiating a border deal that his members requested and required for Ukraine aid that fell apart in a matter of hours, really less than two days. And now they are having internal deliberations over what to do about Ukraine. So it's a very tumultuous time where not a lot is getting done. The Republican Party internally is extremely at odds with each other. You mentioned both the House Speaker and the Senate Republican leader. Is it really Donald Trump that the members of Congress, Republican members of Congress, want to be led by? They may not be interested in being led by Mike Johnson, for example. Well, it's an interesting dynamic in the sense that you have Mike Johnson, who is relatively close with Donald Trump. They don't have, uh, you know, they don't know each other super well, but... Mike Johnson is a huge supporter of Donald Trump, helped to try to overturn the last, at least challenge the last election. And then you have Mitch McConnell, who has no relationship with Donald Trump, hasn't uttered his his name since he left office more than three years ago. The Trump wing of the party is growing and it is becoming more influential and more powerful, especially the likely Republican nominee. Johnson is, you know, taking cues from Donald Trump, but also worried about challenges to his own speakership. Meanwhile, McConnell 
is kind of governing in the way of a Republican Party of the past that really doesn't exist anymore. Do we know enough yet to be able to say whether the lack of a border deal badly hurts President Biden in his reelection efforts or perhaps equally badly hurts some Republicans as they try to stay in office? There was a very vibrant lunch that Senate Republicans held today. And it was extremely contentious. Members were yelling at each other. And one of the frustrations and points of anger is that they demanded the border deal. They spent four months trying to get it. A large number of Republicans, most of them, walked away from it, said it wasn't strong enough, wasn't good enough. And now Republicans could very well get blamed for it. Now, mind you, big reason they walked away from this border deal is because the right-wing media started to undercut it before it was out. And Donald Trump said, don't do that. Don't give Biden a win. Wait until I'm in office and we'll secure the border. That's Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. She is also co-author of the Early 202 Newsletter. Quick look at the top stories on WTOP Thursday morning. Israel's prime minister rejects Hamas's demands, complicating efforts now toward a ceasefire and hostage release deal. Five Marines missing after their helicopter crashed in a remote area outside of San Diego. And campaign 2024 this morning, Marianne Williamson has suspended her bid for the Democratic Party's presidential nomination. More in just minutes. Stay with WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Thursday morning, February 8th. Welcome in at 1218. Over to Ken Berger this morning with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Got an accident working westbound 66 right before Virginia uh, 286, the Fairfax County Parkway. The accident called up by Fairfax County. They're reporting that they had all lanes shut down temporarily as they worked on vehicle removal. But uh, the latest word is just a few seconds ago, police on the scene saying that the accident vehicles moved, moved over to the far right shoulder. So the lane should be reopened as we speak. I'm not seeing any major delays through that stretch either side of 66 around the Fairfax County Parkway. Meanwhile, in Alexander, Andrea for the closure of the two right or the right lane and the right shoulder southbound 395 about halfway between Seminary Road and the Little River Turnpike. This is because of the accident traffic getting by to the left without any difficulty. Very light volume. No other accidents reported in Virginia and no accidents reported in Maryland. But there are some work zones in Maryland, including at the Bay Bridge. Eastbound span is closed to a operations on the westbound span. Also, Baltimore Annapolis Boulevard. That's Maryland 648 southbound. Between Delaware Avenue and Ritchie Highway, the left lane is closed. Northbound B&A Boulevard, the right lane is the one that is blocked. In Frederick County, southbound 270 between 31B, that's the exit for Maryland 85 Buckystown Pike in Baker Valley Road. You're going to find a couple of lanes blocked because of the road work. In Montgomery County, Beltway, Adeloup at Wisconsin Avenue, right lane is closed. 200 eastbound, the intercounty connector after Columbia Pike. Two right lanes are blocked because of the road work. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Clear and cold with light winds early this morning. 24 to 32 degrees temperatures across the area. Light southerly winds, a slightly stronger wind later today, will allow our temperatures to move into the mid-50s. Again, just a gorgeous day here with lots of sunshine. Some high clouds late day, and even your Friday will feature some high clouds across the area. Mid-60s on Friday afternoon, feeling more like early April. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 
Right now we're at 33 Tyson's Corner, 29 Waldorf, 39 LaFont Plaza, midnight hour. Thursday morning, February 8th, 34 and holding in our nation's capital. And coming right up this half hour on WTOP for you this morning. Now an area survivor. It was a very scary experience. Is standing up to cancer. I'm Mike Marilla. WTOP at 1221. Here are the top questions from homeowners in the new year. Can my roof survive another winter? And can my bank account survive if my roof doesn't? Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the answer. Roofing done right the first time and roofing priced like it was last year. That's right. To keep their crews working this winter, P.J. Fitzpatrick will set all prices back a year and guarantee your estimate for all of 2024. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. Good Thursday morning, February 8th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. Time now on WTOP this early Thursday morning. It's 1222. This is WTOP News. The jailing of Katie Orndorff, a domestic violence victim locally in Virginia, has been upheld by an appeals court. Loudoun County Circuit Court Judge James P. Fisher held Orndorff in contempt of court back in September of 2021 for testifying then while allegedly intoxicated. So he sent her to be behind bars. The Virginia Court of Appeals in the case split 8-8 over whether or not Judge Fisher violated Orndorff's due process rights here. The tie effectively leaving the action affirmed. Orndorff admitted during testimony against her former boyfriend that she had actually indeed smoked marijuana that day before traveling to the courthouse. The judge in the case declared a mistrial, but the ex-boyfriend later pleaded guilty to misdemeanor assault and battery. In other news, the Prince George's County Police Department's Homicide Unit tells WTOP they have charged 42-year-old Corita Rivera of Lanham with the murder of her 21-year-old son. Christos Johnson of Lanham was fatally stabbed inside their Lanham home on Greenfield Drive. It happened January 25th. Police say there was a dispute and that the investigation shows that Rivera actually stabbed Johnson during that altercation. She is now charged with first-degree murder this Thursday morning. Prince George's County Police ask anyone with info to contact them on that case. In health news this morning, he stood up to cancer and beat it. And this weekend, an Alexandria man is standing up to the illness once again, this time to raise green, as in money, for those who helped him in his fight and those who are in that battle right now. I was scared. I was really, really scared. Air Force veteran Patrick Malone, after having chest pain, found out in 2014 that he had a malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumor. That tumor was removed and he went through grueling radiation treatments to become cancer free. Starting that year, he began fundraising for the two places that helped him in his fight. The doctors at Walter Reed and also the folks over at Fort Belvoir have given me a second chance at life. And I figured I got to pay it forward. This Sunday at Fireworks Pizza in Arlington will be his 10th year doing this, but because of a neurological illness. This might be my last uh, stand up. Because um, standing is very difficult. But he says pain or not, he plans to make it the 24 hours straight. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Again, that fundraiser is part of the Entertainment Industry Foundation's Stand Up to Cancer. It runs this weekend, 4.30, Saturday afternoon to 4.30 on Sunday at Fireworks Pizza in Arlington. The CDC Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warning this Thursday morning about the rise in measles infections in the U.S. There have been 23 reported cases actually since December, mostly in children, we're told, who have not been vaccinated. In a CBS News investigation, correspondent Stephen Stock this morning analyzes vaccination rates across the country, finding that tens of thousands of children are at risk of getting sick. Here in New-